up, everybody? What is up? I am Wendy Wakanta Washington. And today I am Hexecution. Okay, and <laughs> I have got a challenge for us. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be audible or what, but we're going to try. I want us to say this as fast as we can and whoever gets to the finish line wins. And we say it together? Yes. Okay. Oh In three, two, one, go. In today's, today's episode, we'll be talking, talking about, about living abroad. abroad. The next time, we have two completely different stories because we're from different countries. We'll discuss how it is to live in Vietnam, Vietnam, how we make money, where we usually hang out, and how we, how we, make money, where we, usually hang out and how we do drag as foreigners. Bitch. I think I messed that up. She's angling the phone towards herself. That's cheating. No. Cancel. The floor opens up and she... Falls into the pit of crocodiles. No. <laughs> I hope you guys heard. But anyway, uh, we'll be talking about living abroad and mostly Vietnam. Mostly Vietnam. And um, listen to the hex and how much the traffic of Hanoi affects her. I've thrown a brick at a car before. Oh my god. <laughs> That's how much this traffic. It affects you yeah. seriously. Yeah, that part. You're lucky you didn't get arrested. <laughs> Bitch, that person tried to run me over. No tea, no shade, but he deserved it. It happens every day, though. And he also chased me down, saying, like, you make my I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, he's pretty much cursing me out and chasing me, and I just uh. drove off into the distance. <laughs> and listen to Winnie and how much Vietnam has changed her into one of those Vietnamese grinder gays. Like, I like them for their aesthetics. Yeah, the Chris Hemsworth height and the James Dean looks are uh, things uh. that I like. If that makes me a white worshipper, that's up to you to think, you know. Sue me. <laughs> I think I might. <laughs> All right. Says the white man. Let's get into it then. Uh, ooh. Hey, Hexy. Oh, you're talking to me. Yes, how are you doing? All right, just a little sad that coronavirus is back in town. She is back in town, uh, unfortunately. Like, we had a hundred glorious days of uh, no, um, what do you call it? Local, new cases. <clears throat> new cases, but there's like a specific term that they use, like local contractions that sounds like oh. somebody's pregnant oh, lord um i was thinking sdis but yeah. <laughs> babies are also my gig so ew i hate babies um, no, I, okay i was thinking dirtier but never mind oh <laughs> like cum yeah <laughs> just just spit it out but well not if it's cum so i thought i sent coronavirus packing I thought we sent that we bitch did. packing. Definitely. And somebody decided to bring her the fuck back. Yeah. So the tea is what happened was uh, there was a person smuggler who came in from China and they smuggled this guy and they brought him to Da Nang to work at a casino. And mind you, at cas a casino? Yeah. Casinos are also illegal here. So it was uh. definitely one illegal thing after another illegal thing and now there is there are 40 cases in danang i think oh it's gone up to 40 and now there's yeah. been like what 10 deaths 11 i, think I 13. saw i saw cameron lucy <laughs> from hanoi massive say that it's 13 deaths 
though. Yeah. <sighs> and we had zero the we first had zero, time around. Yes. And then the second wave, it just wiped out 13 people. Yeah. So, yeah. This is serious. So, our episode is going into living abroad. So yeah. maybe, you know, in 2030, somebody can look back to this episode and find something useful. True. I mean, it's so funny because <laughs> we had a coronavirus episode and we were talking about how happy we are that we're here uh -huh. and that we're not back home. But I'm still happy I'm here and not back home. I'm still happy I'm here. And luckily for us, we don't have a lockdown yet because the uh, virus so far has been contained to Danang and only... Three cases in Hanoi, I think. Yeah, and I think that the way that they're handling the cases now is they're closing down only specific parts of the city, right? Yeah, because I still go to work. Yeah, so. they, I think they just closed down very, even like small sections because where the first case was, was in the western part of Hanoi. And I go there to work all the time and I haven't seen anything closed down. I don't know if that should be a warning sign. Yeah. Um, or they've just done it very, very much under the radar. Probably because the last time it was so severe, we had like social distancing that we had to do. But now we haven't even heard much about it. We just hear cases now mm. and there. Well, you are. we do have warnings to wear masks in public. Yeah. And there's hand, uh, hand sanitizer in front of every entrance to every location you can think of. True, and I've been teaching with a mask, but you know, sometimes when you have to like <laughs> pronounce something, you really have to take it off so that your kids can look at your lips yeah. and what you're saying, mm. you know? And there was this one girl who just coughed next to me and I was just like, girl, you better take a step back. <laughs> I'm going to call your mom. <laughs> exactly. Was it a child? Oh my God. It was a child, Ugh. like five years old. Call their parents yeah, and, or send them to CPS, which is the American equivalent to... Child Protection Services. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know why I know that. I'm not American. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. Let's dive into this episode of um, Living Abroad. And you guys already know that the Hex is from Oklahoma. And Yeehaw. I am from Namfi, a.k.a. South Africa. Represent. So, yeah, we've talked a lot about where we're from and what we think of that. So mm. we'll just do a quick recap. This is going to be quick. It's not going to be like... A dialogue of where we come from. Yeah, we're not going to ramble on, ramble on about where we're from again. But yeah. we'll try not to. Yeah, we will try not to. <laughs> so, the Hex, with one adjective, describe Oklahoma. Okay. Um, <clears throat> relating to Duncan, where I grew up, stale. 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 Like, like, like when you, you leave bread. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, because it's a lack of opportunities. Um People who didn't move out of there are still stuck there and seem not that happy. Or if they are happy, they're probably living in a bubble. Okay, sorry, okay. Sorry, fr <laughs> sorry, friends. All right, so I'm not American, so I'm not familiar with the terms. Is Duncan a, a what's the term, a county? No, it's just the name of my the town where I basically grew up in. All right, okay. So can you describe Dump what can. a county is? For me. Oh. <laughs> um, a county, I guess, in layman's terms, would be like a bigger area that includes usually more than one city. Not always. 
I think it's meant for just governing purposes. Okay. Like just just so that there are checks and balances in regards to government. All right. So, is there a county that you're from? <clears throat> Stevens County. Stevens County. Yes. Mm. Which includes Duncan and probably a couple others and Lawton, where I went to university. All right. So, would you describe it as like? Because I always thought a state would be an equivalent of a province. So, would okay. you say that a county is an equivalent of a province? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, if you guys have an answer for me, please uh, ring in. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> curious now. I don't know if I'll remember to look this up after the podcast, but yeah, the yeah. hotline is home ba 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 mot ba 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 hi. Okay. Okay. Okay, chi oi. Okay. Um, so I would use an adjective to describe South Africa as messy. Ooh. Messy, messy, messy. The house down boots. Um, well, that could be interesting. It's oh my God. <laughs> not when you're in the middle of it. Yeah, it's not a creative mess. It's a chaotic <laughs> mess. You oh, know, so I, I'm very much in tune with this. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Sometimes you are a chaotic mess. Yeah. All right. Um, I I I do not deal well with chaotic messes. <laughs> you know, I just. Uh... That's why she got out of there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I see that it's a mess because um, um, there's also a lack of opportunity there. Um, there's a lot of red tape if you try to start a business. Um, the political, racial and economic divisions are just on another level. We are the most divided country in the world. If it's not Brazil at number one, we're definitely at number one. And I, I had no idea until I came here and met a couple of South Africans, and I'm sure I get a very skewed version of the story when I talk to them, but they did tell me about the division between basically white people and black, black people. people. True. I mean, if you want to hear the full story about <clears throat> South Africa, do not ask a white person. <laughs> I, I am... Hey, they just told me. Yeah, of course, of course they will. Um, they're very eager to share the negative side of South Africa because our politicians are black and they're fucking them. But what they Ooh. don't know is that the politicians are fucking us too, black people. <laughs> but they you don't know? believe that, right? Yeah, but they don't believe that. They believe that um, we are getting... are out to get them. Yeah, special treatment. We're out to get them. Um, we're going to steal their land of which oh. it's... Not theirs to begin with, oh. but um, yeah, the land issues are also huge. Um, there is 90% of black people in South Africa and they only own up to 10% of the land. So, okay, yeah, that's, that's oh wow, that's messy. So, maybe yeah. the day we talk about politics on our podcast, we can dive deeply into this. But I implore anybody who listens to this podcast, I will tell you now that there are more white people abroad than there are black people from South Africa. So the narrative you will always hear is from a white man's mouth. And I can tell you it does not represent the real demographics or what is really happening in South Africa. Yeah, I, I can attest to that. I don't think I've met very many black South Africans yeah. in, Viet in Hanoi. Uh, that could be... An well, obviously, that's for the number one reason of white worship. Yeah, white worshiping. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking yeah. of white worshiping, there was this guy who... Okay. <laughs> should I talk about him? No, let's... It is part of living abroad. 
It is. Okay, Grinder Abroad. Okay, it's part of, uh, yeah, Grinder Abroad. Is he so, the one that wanted to bounce between two roommates in yes. one night? Yes, that's him. So the Hex and I are basically roommates, and the Hex is a versatile top, and I am just a top. Would you call me a versatile top? I thought you were a versatile top. I guess I don't bottom as often. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but you do... Bottom sometimes. You don't bottom sometimes. You... Uh, rarely bottom. <laughs> oh, okay. A am I correct? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I haven't bottomed in a long while. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I am just strictly top. And um, there, the hex is white. I'm black. And mm -hmm. there's this guy who I was fucking for like a while. And... Damn. And enjoying every bit of it. Of Trust course. me, I ate that booty <laughs> like it was groceries that was fresh from the market. Oh, you know, so <laughs> it was that's really the door good. To the market. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the door. The door when he opens your room and wants to come to my room. Imagine, apparently. imagine. Yeah, so <clears throat> we met before coronavirus, oh. and then he. Uh, we we had sex, and the very first night that we had sex, we had sex three times oh, within wow. like two hours because wow. I came and I was still hard, so I fucked him again, oh. and then I came <laughs> and then we went to the shower. Eighteen plus. Yeah, and then after yeah, and that's Nisfo. Nisfo. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fucked him in the shower. Okay, fucked him twice on the bed and then Ooh. i came twice oh. and then we decided that we're gonna shower and we're gonna part ways but maybe i should change my mind about him <laughs> maybe but like <laughs> just looking at him in the shower and like his ass i was like i need to put it in again so i did oh, God. and we fucked in the shower so the first time i met him we fucked three times and it was great and like that just started i guess a fuck buddy relationship between us mm. and um <clears throat> Uh, he's he still came to my house, but for some reason, I mean, the hex and I live close to each other, and we see the same people on Grinder. So mm -hmm. I guess he saw the hex, or the hex saw him, and somehow the the hex figured out that like this is the guy that I've been fucking for like a while. Well, I think I. I think uh, you showed me his picture, and I was like, oh, okay, I think he woofed me on Scruff before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think we did anything more than woof and talk, like saying, like, casual conversation, like, hey, how are you? What's up? Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. And then there was this one time where he came to the house, and I oh. told him about you. I don't think you were here at the time. Mm. Um, he came here, like, <laughs> I think four or five times. Um, oh, wow. And like all four or five times you were not here. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him about him. I was like, um, you actually know my roommate. And he was like, who's your roommate? And I was sort like, of, yeah. Brian. And he was like, who's Brian? I don't know who that Beep. is. <laughs> and oh, oh, my God. Bleep. Uh, boy name. Okay. And he was he was like, I don't know who that is. And I, sh I went to your Facebook page took out a picture of you. Oh, my God. And he still said he doesn't know who you are. And then okay. a few days later, he messaged me and he was like, oh, okay, I know who your roommate is. Um, mm. We chatted. And I guess from there, he's been after your nuts. Like, Yeah, it's been just, it's been mostly messages about, hey, I don't need to hook up. I don't mind getting to know a guy and going on a date if that's what you're into. I don't know, because this guy is a 
S-L-U-T, Salut. So, yes. I'm not sure why, what he wanted. We're thinking it's one thing, and we'll get to that, but he really wanted to go on a date with me no matter what. If I didn't want to fuck him, everything was fine, which sounded strange because, you know, obviously his relationship with uh, Winnie is quite different. But anyway. Yeah, and that's so, because I told him that, like, you are into virginal guys. That's not true. It is so true. Oh, my God. She is going on with that rumor because I <laughs> had maybe, like, one or two. No, I'm not saying virginal in a sense that, like, um, they haven't had sex before. Obviously, you had one virgin before, of which I judged you for, um, uh, for your actions. But let's not get into oh. that. Um, yeah, because he's not out. So maybe that's not fair if we talk too much about him. Yeah, but we're not mentioning any names also. So it doesn't that's really true. matter. Um, but the virgin guy, the Hex didn't tell him that he was a drag queen. And of which, you know what, for oh, me, I was like, you <laughs> know what? We're going into the story Okay, now. let's not get into the story. Let's go back to, to this guy. To so the that, salute. Yeah, yeah so, to the slut. Oh, this guy asked me one day after, after uh, Winnie had told him about me, showed him my picture, let him, you know, be able to stalk me a little bit. And because Winnie is an, an enabler. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I told him to fuck him. And uh, the hex is a Waronica. She worries about everything. What? So, yeah. Well, okay. But he was mentioning things like, I've always had this fantasy of going from one roommate's room to the other. <laughs> and like. Of which I wouldn't mind. Okay. So Winnie wouldn't mind. But I'm. Maybe I'm a little bit more virginal than that. Not by much. But. I, it just didn't seem appealing to me. So I'd just been not accepting his offers or invites. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind making friends, but I know what his ultimate goal is. But, what was it, last week? He texted me saying that, oh, I think my lifestyle has led me to uh, skip over some guys that may actually be nice guys. Like, basically saying that he thinks he's missed out on love because he is... Uh, wide, you know, beat wide open from behind. Yes. And so. <laughs> he kind of texted me the same message saying that the reason why he hasn't come to see me is because he feels that he has lived this lifestyle of being a SLUT and he kind of wants to change because he feels like he lost uh the opportunity of meeting a nice guy and all this conversation was um fueled <laughs> by one white man that he had not met who is the hex well tell them why else you think that he he did this because of a white man because of what he said when you asked him about white men oh yeah and also you know when he said that he said to me that like what what he also told the hex and I asked him, I was like, are you a white worshipper? Because there are many of them in Hanoi. Oh, and oh for sure. by saying white worshipper, I don't mean that like they have an altar at home and they are praying to like no. a white person. <laughs> it's just like this thing of like wanting to get closer to like whiteness or wanting to... Preferring a white person over anybody else. Preference is fine. Much. I, I don't care about preference, but um, it can, oh. putting white people on a pedestal <clears throat> mm. that is higher than their own pedestal. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was like, and I never thought he was that kind of guy. 
you know, because we met plenty of times. Yeah. You know, so I, I, it, it just took me back. I was like, so you chatted with one guy and he basically changed your whole perspective on sex and... All of a sudden, <clears throat> you don't want to sleep with me. Like, that's well, fucking weird. He was like, what did he say? I'm into the... I like them for the aesthetic, is what he said yeah, about white guys. his answer was that I like them for the aesthetic. He, the, he described, like, some movie actors who were like... Oh, that's um, the worst kind. Yeah, he was like the... Ugh. What did he say? Probably Captain America, I'm sure. That's usually the number one. <laughs> I don't know, but I know that he said something about James Dean looks and like um, uh, <laughs> as some Chris something that is like tall. Crimps. You crimps. Know? <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, like, probably. That's Thor. Him. It's that's Thor. That's the it's one. At, yes. least Chris one of the, at least one of the <laughs> Avengers is always on the list of the white worshippers. Oh, my Chris God. Chris Hemsworth. That's the name. And I was like... I mean, to be fair, I think he's handsome and yeah. he has a nice butt too. Even though he he looks like what people would think is a top, I wouldn't mind being the top. You think <laughs> looks like a top? No. Oh my God. Thor. Oh, Thor. Okay, Thor. <laughs> okay, I mean, we'll bleep all these names that need to be... Oh my God, like I just realized here. you said his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, and I just kept thinking in my mind, I was like... I don't... Okay, so What's I don't... What's wrong with people? Yeah, like, girl, I don't even know why he said... I don't know why changed his perspective. Well, quote, unquote, changed his perspective, wanted to take a month off of sex because all I ever yeah. told him was, I don't have a problem with your lifestyle and it's not that I'm not meeting you because you have sex often. It's just because I don't know if I'm comfortable sharing a bottom with my roommate. That's all. Of which I don't care. <laughs> You know, so but it, 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 what rubbed me the wrong way, um, it wasn't that he wanted to sleep. To me, it was like, basically, it wasn't just basic lust. There was something more to it. Mm. You know, I can deal with like somebody lusting over um, someone else. Like, uh -huh. I don't care. Like, if you sleep with any of the guys that I sleep with, like, I encourage it. Like, <laughs> I encourage you to try. It's like, they are really awesome. Most of them. The ones yeah. that come back are like, the ones you, you suggest. Know. If they come yes. back, you're like, this one, put it on your list. Exactly. Send you them know? A so I'm like, because we're not dating or anything. It's just like fun. You know, yeah. so um, I encourage you to do it. <laughs> it just rubbed me the wrong way to like hear somebody say that like, I like them for their aesthetics. Yeah, the it does. Chris Hemsworth height and the James Dean looks are... Uh, things uh, that I like and in my mind uh, I I kept thinking and he was like if that makes me a white worshipper that's up to you to think you know and I was just like dude this is weird like what are you, you supposed to say after don't that realize how weird you're sounding right now it's and it, he should have realized how offensive it sounds saying that kind of shit and being and saying it to a black person saying if you think I'm a white worshiper, well, it's on you or something like that. Like, something like that. And I was what? I kept thinking in my mind, I was like, dude, this is so weird that you're texting me right now. So basically, you are putting your whole sex life on hold over a chat with one white man. Yeah, like, as how far as we know, yeah. can you think of yourself? And I know, you know, we might be rambling about him, but this is a really common problem for 
people living abroad, especially yeah. people of color. Um, I mean, the worst that I get is that getting tired of people white worshiping. Like, I know that sounds like woe is me, but it, I get tired of people texting me because they think I am going to be Thor or I'm going to be Captain oh, America. Yeah. And I'm sure it's even worse to be seen as the second option to somebody of another ethnicity. Yeah, you I know, can't even imagine I, that. I was fine with like fucking us not pursuing anything because mm -hmm. to be honest, I liked him um, enough to fuck him. And like, we've had great conversations, but he's not somebody I would want to be in a relationship with because I think he is very shallow, but I'm fine with shallow people, <laughs> you know. Um, you, you felt that even of, before the white worship conversation? Yeah, I felt that like, <clears throat> All our conversations were just shallow. We were never oh. talking about serious things. So to okay. me, just having sex with him was okay. But yeah, that thing of being treated like I am the second option, I was like, I can't stand for that, you know. And I don't get, a, I don't uh, have a problem getting laid in the city, yeah. you know. So <clears throat> there are plenty of people who text me, and there are others who are like really, really weird. They will be like, oh. <laughs> I've never had black before. Those are the people I ignore. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I'm not going to be a lab experiment for yeah, you. Girl. You know, like... I feel, yeah, I feel the same when people text me and they're like, hey, hey, you big cock. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've, uh. I've heard that so many times, yes. And it's like, I've never tried with a foreigner before, uh, yeah. colon, with two parentheses, that's the smiley face for Vietnam is yeah. the colon with the multiple parentheses. I was <laughs> just like, face. nah. Yeah, yeah, those are the people I stay away from, basically. If you say to me, do you have a big cock? Uh -huh. I will stay away from you. And you know what? My standards are low. <laughs> I, I have fucking low standards when it comes to sex. I'm just lucky enough to like find cute guys. She um, finds cute guys. Don't, yeah. don't, let her, don't let her fool you. <laughs> I just like the other day I was like, you've got cute, cute guys coming over. I've got like, okay. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> I maybe mean, my your, standards your are low. Guys <laughs> don't listen to this podcast. So I guess we can say, but the Hex has said it more than once that like my guys are cuter. And I was like, who's looking like I'm not looking. And Me, like, if I can see them, I'm going to look. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, your current, the Hex is also like a whore. He has like a new boyfriend every week. So his current boyfriend is cute. Like, yeah. I think out of all the guys that you fucked, he's the only one I would fuck. And <laughs> the this, only one. I think. Oh my so. God. And I would also, I guess, fuck the top guy, but he's a top. So, oh, oh yeah. Mr. Problematic uh, as well. Problematic, but with a dick as thick as a branch of a tree. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. Him. Like, I think him because um, he's cute. And um, who else? The, oh, dancer. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though you haven't put it in, like, still, I, I would. Um, uh, yeah, I've been on his tail for, like, months. <laughs> you should. I promise you. At least it seems like it's worth it. I haven't gotten in. I'm trying my hardest. Oh, my God. Okay. I feel like somehow this is going to get back to him. To oh, oh, yeah. Actually, let's not talk about him anymore. But those are the three guys that I would fuck that you bring over. Like, 
everyone else i'm just like mm, cute behind but that's about it oh. <laughs> so it's true then that winnie gets the cuter ones maybe it's because oh, i don't know i okay when i see like a really cute guy i'm just like oh, i'm out of their league Really? Yes. Uh, to me, it's that I will text you no matter what. The worst you could say is no. That's Maybe how I, I approach life in general. <laughs> I mean, I've heard no so many times that it doesn't really affect me. If you say you are not attracted to me, sure, I move on. You yeah, know? you're right. I guess <clears throat> if I just put myself out there and then after a while you just get used to some people who are like, no, thanks. Yeah, I, I will only block you if you ask me for my dick and then tell me you're, I'm not your type. That is weird. Yeah, it, you yeah. know. But if I, if I just send you a face picture and you're like, I'm not your type, then I respect you. So I'm going to keep you in my contacts and like just not chat to you and say, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, it's weird if you send a face picture and they're like, okay, and then you send a dick picture and they're like, oh, you're not my type. Exactly, what the fuck does exactly, that mean? exactly. How large are you expecting here? Yes, or you send a picture, these are the people I block instantaneously, even. If I send you a picture of my face and you ask for my dick and I send you my dick and you're like, oh my God, too big, automatic block. Really? Yes. I, I, I'm not going to explain the size of my dick to anybody. Oh, because yeah, because usually, go, yeah, they want you to have a dissertation on how big your dick is. Right? Yeah, exactly. They probably want centimeters or whatever. Mm. And I don't even think my dick is that big, you know. So <laughs> I'm just like, dudes, like, I'm not going to. Daddy chill. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Daddy chill. Oh, my so... God. We should have named this episode uh, the drag of. Having sex in uh, <laughs> While abroad. abroad. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the, the, the moral of the story with this guy basically is that he's a white worshipper. And there are many of them here. And, so, uh, and, in, a, <clears throat> and many parts of Asia. I want to say of Asia of in Asia, general. Yeah, yeah, of course. But just know that if you come to Vietnam and you're a white person, um, if you're okay with um, being treated like a Chris Hemsworth or a Captain America, whatever. Just know that you're contributing to the problem, but I don't care. And um, yes. if you're a black person who wants to come this side, just just expect that because mm. it's going to happen a lot, especially if you're gay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we could go deep, deep, deep into the problem of what Hollywood and porn has created, but... You yeah. can definitely see the effect. And I didn't really think about the effects of these things until I came here and realized how much people let these things influence the way they think. Yeah, I, I don't Bad. even... Now that I think about it, it's definitely Hollywood and porn. But usually to me, it was Hollywood, the main culprit. But looking yes, at porn, course. definitely. If you look at Pornhub... You literally have to search for black porn to see a black person. Otherwise, you will see one in the home page. You will not see like oh. a full page full of like <clears throat> black porn. It's always like white people porn. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, I like white people porn, even though I don't sleep with white people. But I, <laughs> I definitely don't want it in excess on my feet. You yeah, know? give me variety. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. Let's move on because <laughs> we are 30 minutes into this interview and um, all we've talked about so far is this one guy who 
wants to fuck you because you look like um, James Dean and Chris Hemsworth. I uh, guess. There's no way in hell, you guys. <laughs> when he said my name, if I don't bleep it out, you can look it up and see for yourself. That ain't no James Dean with no Chris Hemsworth. God, I wish. I would have not had any problems getting hookups even back in America. So, oh yeah, but girl, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you are white, so you're definitely at an advantage. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, how's it like living in Vietnam? Well, outside of sex. <laughs> well, the good thing is, is that I think every foreigner is gonna chime in on this: is that it is ridiculously. <laughs> I just said outside of no. I just said outside of sex, and all of a sudden, I just got two grinder messages. So. <laughs> well, I keep my grinder on another account, so I can't see my. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so most people would say because it's cheap, and Oklahoma is a cheap state, but even compared to that, Vietnam is cheap. Everything, cigarettes. Yeah. Um, not that I'm a smoker. <laughs> cigarettes, food. Um, Got rent, everything. Yeah. The uh, the only thing that is problematic as a queen, or a, a problem as a queen, is that they do not have my size in clothes. And I'm not, like, huge. I'm just tall with a little bit of filler. And I have so much trouble finding my... I have to find four... What is it? Quadruple XL clothes. Oh, my God. Well, I did used to. I don't know if that's still my size in the girl clothes here. But it used to be. And then size 46 to 47 heels, <clears throat> which are very common in America, but not here. So American queens definitely have it easier. I have to tailor everything. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, um, one thing that you mentioned, rent. Rent mm -hmm. seems cheap to us because we're from abroad. But I can tell you that if you speak to a Vietnamese person and tell them how much you pay for rent, they will say it's expensive. Oh, yeah, because, well, we're, we live in <clears throat> the central part of Foreigner City, which yeah. is around the lake, West Lake. So rent here is definitely more, way more expensive. Like, I used to yeah. pay way less in rent for a while before I moved here. I mean, the money I pay here in this three-bedroom apartment is less than the money I paid in my one-bedroom apartment. So, yeah. That's... Yeah, that one bedroom. The price for that one bedroom apartment was. It was eight point eight million. Exorbitant. Yeah. God. And here we pay what five point five six million at most. Yeah, and you yeah. still almost get the same things pretty much. We have a spare room dedicated to us doing drag. Yeah, that's like enough. And we have an extra room where we're doing this podcast. Totally not yeah. doing it in the corner of the drag room. <laughs> Outside well, of Fiona's humble abode. Yes. Hi, Fiona. How are you doing, girl? <laughs> <laughs> she can't talk. All right. So gag order. I would say life is easier. It's easy here. It's definitely easier than back home. Mm -hmm. And everybody's friendly, like in Vietnam in general. Yeah. And if you don't understand Vietnamese, everybody's friendly. Yeah. And from a... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know what they say about me behind my back. <clears throat> they, they are mostly friendly. But if you know Vietnamese, you are going to hear the not so friendly comments Okay, okay, okay. Um, the, the drag scene is small, but it's growing. Yeah. And I can say that for both um, the North and the South. The South has a bigger scene, yeah. but it's also pretty small. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. And after all this time, I've still never been South to see the Queens and in the South. 
I will actually tell you about it after this podcast because I feel like if I tell you the reason, I'm going to ramble again. So <laughs> how is it like living in Hanoi? Oh, okay. So, you know, this is what I tell people back home. I like living here because the salary affords me a lot of comforts that I would probably never get my entire life living in America. But Hanoi is noisy as fuck. I mean, where we live is pretty quiet, but when I lived here for the first 3.5 years, noisy, polluted, the traffic is always jammed. And if it's not, you're looking over your shoulder for dangerous drivers because cars will run you over, bikes will run you off the road, and buses will s most definitely be gunning for your head. <laughs> True, but I must say, <clears throat> never uh, let the hex drive you anywhere. What? Because the hex <laughs> is scared and you can feel it when you're on his bike. I am like, so scared. I yeah. use my horn <laughs> at everybody at every corner when people come zooming out from small alleyways into the road without even looking i am cursing and honking and sorry i hit the door and yeah and when the buses try to honk at me to push me over to push me out of the lane i'm cursing up a storm and spitting and yeah i've thrown a brick at a car before oh my god <laughs> that's how much this traffic it affects you yeah. seriously to me i was the same um, and, you know, I never drove when I was high. I, I used to smoke a lot of weed, but I never drove when I was high. And mm, mm, mm. I think even the next day, I would still have that anxiety. Like, you know, a lot of people get weed to calm their anxiety. Oh, girl, weed no. exacerbated <laughs> my anxiety mm. on the road. And this would be like, I would smoke at night before I sleep. Mm -hmm. And in the morning when I have to drive on the streets, I would be so scared I would be driving at a 20 kilometer per hour speed. Because you'd still be high? No, it's it only lasts two hours if you That's smoke it. That's what I was it. thinking. But yeah. it, I don't know, for some reason, it just made me nervous. And I realized Oof. that when there was no weed in the city and I, I just saw that like that week without weed in the city... I got faster on the road and I got so confident that like it just felt like a breeze. Maybe, you know? yeah, maybe you were more clear headed. But well, speaking of weed, I'm sure people, some people from back home want to know, um, how is the weed like in Hanoi? It's shit. <laughs> Definitely shit. Uh, what about the prices? Cheap, but shit. Cheap shit. That's all you exactly, need to know. Exactly. So <clears throat> anyway, I, I started driving better and I the traffic obviously has not gotten better. It's actually gotten worse oh. because everyone is back in the city. And people have people are starting to buy cars because the, yeah. what is what is the GDP or what is it the <clears throat> Yeah, the GDP is like growing here. Yeah, so. people are earning more money. The middle yeah. class is growing, people are getting cars and they're buying Four door SUVs that they will try to run you over with, but for or some take reason, over all the lanes, yeah. I'm still calm, you know, like uh. I don't know how. Anyway, uh, life for me in Hanoi it's also easy, and um, I'm not a fan of Hanoi food or Vietnamese food. Um, the nerve, and yeah, it's so <clears throat> unfortunate. It's It's only because a lot of their food is bland, and my family loves spicy food. 
you know, and also. Um, well, I would like to. I would like to try some of your family's food then. Oh, girl, trust me. When Because I went I home, I like the Vietnamese food, but if I'm missing out, please bring me some food from back home. When I went home, everything was too spicy for me because I was not used to eating that. And like my family does not change. So like the recipe was still the same. They cooked my favorite food when I was there, oh. or what they thought was my favorite food, and it was spicy the house. Ooh. But I enjoyed it nonetheless. So mm. yeah, the food here is bland, and I also hate broth. And there's a lot of broth. Uh -huh. Yeah. So yeah. I don't like Vietnamese food. Luckily, I live in an expat area, so I have more options than just Vietnamese food. Yeah, but if you want to buy ex uh, foreign. Uh, Western quote unquote food, or even food that's Korean or Japanese, it's gonna be. It's three, four times the yeah. price of Vietnamese it's food. Definitely sucking it me is dry. So unfortunate because <clears throat> I unlike think... Winnie's uh, fuck buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I'm not unloading any kind of electric hammer into anybody. This is girl. The Western wait. food sucking me dry. You had somebody else last night, so <gasps> you can't even complain. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like my new boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. I'm fawning. Yeah, but next week he'll have a new boyfriend. Um, makeup wise, <laughs> I mean, as a queen, I'll tell you that for me, as a person of color, getting makeup is a combination of good and bad. I can get eyeshadow like everybody else, mm -hmm. or I will struggle to get good eyeshadow like everybody else. But when yeah. we talk about the aesthetic of Hanoi Beauty, what they're they're influenced by is korean aesthetics and for sure that doesn't work for being a queen oh, so no. um finding a foundation for me was a nightmare for the first five months of me doing drag i was doing it with a foundation that was two shades lighter than me oh, that no. i now use as my highlight <laughs> yeah so i had to get foundation from somebody else oh outside God. to bring it for me did they not did, did the cryolon or you just didn't know or i went to cryolon cryolon does not have a fenty line or like these uh -huh. new cosmetics where they have like 40 shades of everything yeah like they only had a couple i think they had 10 shades when i went there you know oh so my God. i was like <clears throat> Krylon, get on it. Yeah, get on it, Krylon. Because it's probably the best. We have a Krylon store here. And that's, we do. That's pretty lucky, actually, because, I mean, well, I guess for me, because I'm lighter colored. <laughs> I've been doing drag for two years, and all three of my foundation sticks are still with me. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if they if makeup expires, but trust me, I will not throw it away. No. I will struggle to find it. And it was expensive to buy. Mm -hmm. And, um... Luckily, I mean, luckily, makeup <laughs> is... I mean, the, yeah, they have the Korean standard, but you can still find makeup in a lot of stores. And most of it you can work with. Yeah. For the most part. But, yeah, if foundations for Winnie would be a problem. Yeah, it's a mission. And we, it's it's usually, to get some of the more expensive brands or some of the more well-known brands, sometimes you do have to resort to actually buying online instead. Yeah, true story. Um, okay, we have 20 minutes to get <gasps> all these questions in. <laughs> okay. I'm letting you know now. Um, Shoot. All right, next question is, how do we make money in Hanoi? This, I will let you answer because we make money the same way. Okay. Um, pretty much all the foreigners are English teachers. 
uh, yeah. for good or f- for better or for worse. Um, most of them are, well, I don't know. A lot of them are illegal. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, but we are legal, fortunately. Yeah. But we make money by English teaching. Uh, we Right now, we're probably going to have to teach online because coronavirus is coming back. Yeah, but I know that tomorrow I have eight and a half hours of teaching and that is spread out between 12 and a half hours. Oh, girl. So, yeah, <clears throat> it's going to be a rough day for me tomorrow. Well, um, that's mostly how we make money. We do get paid for drag performances, but that is like jump change. It can yeah. pay, pay for like a couple drinks. Yeah, if I was a drunk, I would literally drink all my money at the bar mm. um, from what I get from performing. Yeah, you could um, get drunk off our uh, performance payment. Yeah, luckily <laughs> I'm like really weak. So two gin and tonics are enough for me to like start being weak at the knees so i will have one gin and tonic at home before i leave and i will have one gin and tonic from the free drinks that we get and if i'm really feeling frisky i will (laughs) buy one more you know so luckily for me i don't spend too much on alcohol but we don't spend we don't make that much money as performers so yeah i don't get i don't get frisky with drinking i just have like a drink uh, <laughs> before the show. A drink. Yeah, just a drink. Uh, let me tell you, okay, so... maybe an entire bottle, but... The Hexus one drink is what I would drink probably the whole night at the club. Yeah, because, but I'm going to slow down. Yeah, she pours <laughs> half a glass of vodka, um, of gin. You got to taste it. Gin, <laughs> I don't <clears throat> believe in that. You uh, got to taste it or it's not going to work. You can still taste it, but it doesn't have to be like strong. It just has to be <gasps> there. As you like, don't want to gag? No. Oh my God. <laughs> definitely not. I like the uh, self-torture. Yeah. Mm. The Hex will pour like half a glass of gin, half a glass of tonic. And that's her drink that actually sounds really good right now and oh, i don't i don't drink unless there's a performance to calm the nerves but i definitely don't want to get trashed like last time i was just pounding them i guess so i, I pounding can, them down the gutter i can drink every day but it will definitely be like one drink and i will probably still feel a buzz it won't be like anything crazy and you you know how <laughs> i pour i pour like tiny bit of gin she just puts her two fingers lot. in and squeezes it out into the- <laughs> yeah and then a lot of tonic you know so yeah uh okay next question what are the hot spots what are the oh how do we make money is uh, also i guess there's no tipping culture here all right that's also um a thing like we get paid by our with the organizers yeah, yeah but there is no tipping culture which means side note None of the queens are going to walk around to the audience and sing to people to grab tips. Like a yeah. lot of American queens spend a lot of time walking up to people to grab the tips. Any antagonist has a term for it. I think she calls it picking eggs or something. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I think I've heard something like that. Yeah, we don't have that. There are different that. terms for if it. If you are on stage, you have to turn it out from the beginning of your song to the end of your song because there is no moment for you to grab tips. There aren't tips mm. to be grabbed. You can you can play around with the audience, but it's definitely you you're not going to be able to spend time grabbing tips and you're not yeah. going to be able to do a little thing where you flip the tips or you <laughs> you spread I exactly. can't think of it. Toss the tips out into the audience or onto the stage. You can't do all that. Yeah, and the one wig that I have 
probably costs two times the price of what we get paid. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's <coughs> just lace fronts, though, not um, hard fronts. Next question. Mm. What are the hot spots in the city? I just put down Savage as far as night. Savage. Ni- yes. That's usually Be fancy where... girl, Savage. Oh, Savage. That's where Piach usually has their yes. events. Um, but I don't normally go there unless there's an event. I don't really like going out <clears throat> as far as drinking or anything like that unless something's going on or unless I've had drinks. And when I've had drinks, I want to go dancing. And a lot of times people invite me to bars like... Aura Hates You will invite me to bars and I'll be like, is there dancing? <laughs> and then she'll take me to the bar and she'll be like, yeah, there's dancing. And then we'll sit down and she'll be like, I just want to chill. I'm like, girl, no. I'm like, I want to get up and move. So Imagine. most of the time, if I go out of my house or my room at all, it's to a coffee shop uh, where hotspots are coffee shops and milk tea for Vietnamese people anyway. But I'll go to coffee shops for other people there's Bia Hoi, uh, street mm-hmm. food. Uh, there's Tha Hien Street, which is where a lot, a lot, a lot of foreigners go to. And a lot of people go to to practice their English as well as drink with the foreigners. And then, of course, there's the Teho area. Teho yeah. area bars. Teho area where we live, there are like a lot of bars. and Just you... one right across from the other. Yeah. Lakeview. Yeah, you will find people <clears throat> there any day of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will also mention these two spots because they've been kind to us as queens. Mm-hmm. Um, I must say, uh, actually three. Shout out to Lan Hung, who oh, manages yeah. um, the, spot. the spot, which is like a swimming space. And mm-hmm. she's been so kind to us. When she owned Sidewalk, I got to her restaurant and I was so nervous that she would say no and I asked for a space to like um, get queens to perform in. and she was so sweet she literally said oh you want a drag show to happen here she rolled out a red carpet <laughs> oh. and she said come here I will show you this is the stage this is the bar how many drink tickets do you want how you will keep all the door money do you want any money at the bar oh, and wow. I was like no you know she was like the sweetest, you know. So um, if you want a place to swim at, definitely the spot is where you should go. There are also like saunas there and um, Ooh, yes. hot stone somethings. You know, she's like the sweetest businesswoman I've ever met. It's unfortunate that sidewalk closed down. Closed down. That's and where now, we used to hang out or do shows at. Yeah, we, had, we did a lot of shows at sidewalk. And um, there's also desert. Desert is where the old sidewalk used to be. Mm -hmm. And desert is also like really nice. I went there looking for a space for the ball and they just gave it to us. You know, we they gave us like a run around and we were so used to working with Lan Huang because she's so sweet. Yeah. It just felt weird, you know, to like be pushed around in order to find stuff. You know, but eventually yeah. they <clears throat> opened up to us and now we work with them sometimes. So I will definitely recommend Desert. I have this thing in your throat urge probably because we've like been burp. I have like a really dry throat probably because we went on a rampage about that one guy <laughs> for like thirty minutes and now I'm like dry throated. No, I think and Winnie's got like gas. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do have gas, and that's because I ate my uh, dinner really, oh, she, really, really, really fast. She just absorbed it through her skin. I did, I did. <laughs> and the last place I will mention: this is where drag bingo and drag brunches usually happen. Yeah, Turtle Lake, owned by uh, Lamont. Uh, Lamont is also like a really, really cool guy. Yeah, we always have great a great time at the brunches. Yeah, I always try to pay for my drinks when I'm there, even when there's no show. And oh. they never allow me to. It's like they told the staff that don't let him pay for his drinks. You know? Uh-huh. So- <laughs> you should fire that staff, <laughs> girl. They I- called you him. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, but like, yeah, Turtle Lake, that's the name of the place. They are a brewery um, place and they make their own beer. And... Mm. It's also a great place to chill if you want to create an event. Look at their space. It's so huge. It's so versatile. You can do so many activities if you're an event organizer. And if you just want to go and chill and relax with your friends, it's also a great spot with a lot of um, trees. And in the sunny Hanoi, you really need Trees. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I've never been there outside of a show, but I... Yeah, I have, many ev- times. Every time we go there for a show, I, I love it. And I love performing there. There's a, so much space. There's like a whole nother section of where the audience sits. So you can like play with the audience on one in, on one side of the stage. And then you yeah. could go around the corner of the building to the whole other area and yes. jump around on the tables there and then go back up to the stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to skip the next question because it's just like the last one. Um, Oh, yeah, true. uh, How do we do drag as foreigners in the city? And your answers are actually my answers too. (laughs) The number one recommendation is Shopee. Shopee is the Amazon of Vietnam. For sure. And sometimes Lazada, like recently I found a bunch of clothes on Lazada... Uh, supposedly you can find them on Shopee, but I haven't in my size, but Shopee, we get everything. Um, we get our makeup there. We, you can, uh, we get nails, hair, clips, and heels from Shopee. Mm, everything sounds pretty like much. a Todrick Hall song. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, also cheap to tailor your clothes and, um, cheap? because it's affordable to tailor clothes here. I suppose, I don't know, compared to like buying like a dress off Shopee. Oh, I mean, yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah, buying a dress would be cheaper, but I wear double XL in Vietnam and back home I wear a medium. So that's like wild for me. Um, (laughs) How do you think it was buying four or quadruple XL when I've only (laughs) ever been like a large That is why I'm gagging that you wear like a quadruple XL, but it makes sense here. uh, Yeah. That's just what Lucy told me was the size of her outfit. Okay. And and the outfit fits just fine. Maybe I'm re- maybe I'm mistaken. I'm I hope. Probably. <laughs> I mean, you're taller than Lucy, so the outfit should fit the same even though she's a bit bigger than you. Mm. So, um um what should you do if you want to move to Vietnam? Ooh, you should see the, you should look at the visa law, Google the visa laws for your nationality because, yeah, you, please do not come here and work illegally because it's really, it's making it hard for people that want to come here to work legally, to be honest. It ruins the names of 
a lot of people yes. who actually went to school and who do want to teach the right way. Yeah. Um. Some people can say, "Oh, you don't need a degree to teach." Then do it for free. Yes. <laughs> If you're so humanitarian, sure. do But, it for free. I agree. And it's also the people that are working illegally. A lot of times are buying into or. They are feeding into the racist centers because a lot of the most oh, racist centers are the ones that are out in the countryside or they're operating mostly illegally. Yeah, and, and they are usually the worst, most problematic. They are, they are, and I get that it's cheaper to operate illegally. Mm -hmm. But Hanoi Massive is this place on Facebook where, like, um, it has a hundred thousand people from Hanoi. And that's where we basically say or look for shit from. And a lot of the scandals that you see about English teachers mm -hmm. is from these companies that are unknown. You know, these companies <laughs> that hire illegally and then all of a sudden they surprise that like somebody runs away with their money. It, you with know, names or... like English for you or <laughs> English now, English happy yes. celebration time. Usually having like advertisements where like the English teacher has like a guitar in their hands and they're singing to the kids. So weird. Because <laughs> that has everything to do. Well, I'm, it can help you learn a language, but it's like, I feel like in the beginning, um, I was, I felt like I was trying to um, interview for the local theater. Like uh. I literally had one job interview where they told me that uh, this is your stage. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, should I do drag there then? <laughs> all yeah, right. If you want, if you want to buy makeup for me and wigs. Um, all right. We have five minutes before we end this podcast, oh. so let's try to keep this question really short in terms of our answers. No games. Uh, yeah, no games. Unfortunately, <gasps> unless if we just say answers without any explanation. Ooh. Oh. Which will be weird. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's skip that. Um, are you interested in moving anywhere else? For me, it's no, but I'm not opposed to moving to Taipei. And oh, we only have five minutes. I want to ask why exactly Taipei. Because um, they have that detoxified aesthetic that I'm really into. I know. I'm really into the drag scene there as well. But I've heard differing opinions about Taipei as a city and how fun it might actually be. But anyway, I don't know. I've never been. But I kind of want to try Thailand because the drags, but the drag scene is so established that I don't think I'd be able to um, penetrate it. Okay, let's stop there. Oh, okay. What okay. advice do you have for someone <laughs> who is looking to move abroad for the first time? Um, check like oh you already like answered before, yeah yeah um i would say i would also add to what you just said and say like check the cost of living in yeah. that country and make sure that you have at least two to three months of living in case you can't find a job when yes. you arrive and get hard copies of degrees and other certifications because if you don't get those in your home country they're gonna be expensive it is here. a bitch yeah. to get them here that's true um <laughs> are you still loving hanoi Um, the city itself, no, I think I mentioned this in another episode, the city itself, no, but the drag scene keeps me here because it's alive and kicking. Coronavirus might be trying to bring it down, but I see it's still trying to pick itself back up as we sit here and try to do a podcast. 
Okay, cool. I am going to do these social media plugs in a minute. I will definitely try. Please follow us on Drag Orphanage Podcast on Facebook. Listen to the podcast on Apple Music, Red Circle, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Podcast Addict. I'm not sure why Google has not picked up our podcast yet, but I guess these will be the first five episodes, so let's hope it works out in the future. The Hex's personal Instagram account is at V Von Hex. That is at V V O N H E X. And my personal Instagram account is at Winnie Wakanda Washington. At W I N N I E W A K A N D A W A S H I N G T O N. I hope I spelled everything correctly. <laughs> Fiona, it is up to you to give us the word of the day. The hex, I want you to say something else before we leave. Let's pull her out by the toes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Hola. We are back here with Fiona Hailey. Hey. Say hi, girl. Girl. Oh, it's been... (laughs) (laughs) You missed one word, which is (laughs) hi, but fine. Our word for today, our Vietnamese word for today is country. Country. We love our country. Yes. (laughs) Which country, though? This country. Are we patriot? Vietnam. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Vietnam, we have the word country. And the word country in Vietnamese, we say it will have the same, what well, was the same writing with the word water. Uh-huh. So it's like, nook. But then you see, we can, call, we can say country is nook. But the full word for that is đất nước. So the two word đất nước includes the word đất, which means the earth. Okay. And the nook means the water. So when you talk about a country, they won't have both that. So it creates a ah, country. That nook. But that what nook. about countries with no coastline? Are they still <laughs> that nook? <laughs> or country that build walls. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Korea. Hey, hey US. <laughs> that was scary. I think of like that as dirt. Yeah, it's like kind of. dirt is like, like soil and dirt. Like the earth, yeah. okay. Yeah. Earth. Queen of the soil, Winnie Wakanda, Washington. Because <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> oh my lord. She's six Not feet it. under and now she's dead. That nook. That nook. Yeah. And remember to vote. It's a, <laughs> Now that is very tricky, the uh, Yes, true. Uh, I mean, you have to get used to nook it. Nook means water. Nook mm-hmm. means water. So what about countries with no coastline? So like no shore and beaches. Yeah, no beach, it's no still the anything. Same, though. It's still the same though, because okay. they want to represent like is an individual country, like uh, very very like, what's the word? Uh, it's what, just symbolic. Yeah, symbolic of an okay. independent country. All right. I mean, yeah. so what would you say for continent? Because that's like, yeah. So continent. I mean, do we have six continent, right? Seven. 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 Mm-hmm. But in Vietnam, when they discover the word continent. I think there were only six continents in the world. We okay. haven't discovered the last one yet when Vietnamese know about that word. So it's oh. called Châu Lục. Châu means like Châu Á, Châu Âu, Châu Mỹ means oh. continent. And then Lục means six. Oh. So six Châu means okay. continent. Châu Lục. Châu Lục. Châu Lục. Oh. Interesting. And okay. the, both of the two words originate from China. Mm. Chinese, yeah. Okay, okay. Because about 80% of Vietnamese is Chinese. Because they wouldn't admit that. 
But oh, the common yeah. is they went on meter. Because yeah. the word six, you also have the word six that's sao, right? Yeah, sao. And, and that's the modern word. But okay. look is the same as in Chinese. It's look this time. Oh. So basically, yeah. how you understand Vietnamese <clears throat> is we portray Chinese characters but using Roman letters. Mm. Ah, it's like pinyin, okay. like that. Pigeon. You are a pigeon. That? Yourself is a pigeon. <laughs> you mean a pigeon Imagine. language? Pinyin. What's pinyin? Pinyin is the. It's like how how you write Chinese in English. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I thought you said like you said a pigeon language. <laughs> <laughs> Yourself is a. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was so dumb. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Bye, people. <laughs> All right. Cool. Bye everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a blonde moment. It's crazy. <laughs>